Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 6 of Soul Food titled The Grave. In this episode we're going to talk about the reality of the grave and that it will either be a garden of the gardens of paradise or a pit of the pits of the fire. We'll talk about the two outcomes in the hereafter and then finally we'll talk about attaining certainty. And in the previous episode we talked about how Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salam tells us that in order to witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything, that we have to remove the entire cosmos and all of its people from our heart. And one of the strongest ways to remove that, to remove worldliness and the love of the world from the heart, is to reflect on death. And as Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salam, he then says, continuing from where we left off, he says, Allah made death a reminder. And the Prophet ﷺ said, the grave is either a garden from the gardens of paradise or a pit from the pits of the fire. So the grave, the barzakh, is the intermediary realm. It is giving us a window into the akhirah, a window into the hereafter. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of that in the Quran as well that the people who followed the Pharaoh, that they see their places in the fire while they still remain in the grave. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That they are exposed to the fire in their graves morning and evening. And on the day the hour will be established, it will be said, Admit Pharaoh's people into the harshest punishment of hell. And we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that. Also, the Prophet وسلم, especially with regards to the righteous, he informed us of the bliss that the people of belief and goodness will experience in the grave, such that when a person who was righteous passes away even during their funeral, they will be calling out to the funeral procession Hurry up and take me forward to my grave because there are good deeds waiting for me there and my Lord's mercy and forgiveness. So death is not something that is in and of itself negative, but that for the believers it is a source of comfort and bliss. But also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors his servants and that we shouldn't fear death, but it should remind us to take advantage of our lives. And this Ramadan, we should treat it like it is the last Ramadan that we have. We have no guarantee that we will see the next Ramadan. And reflecting on death helps us take advantage of the moment that's available to us. The Prophet ﷺ, in addition to the other hadith that we mentioned, he also informed us of five categories of people, even when they enter the grave, Allah will honor them to the degree that their bodies won't decompose in the grave. The first category are the prophets. 
the Prophets السلام, their bodies are preserved in the grave by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second category are the martyrs, the shuhada, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve their bodies in the grave. The third category are scholars who acted upon their knowledge, al-ulama al-aminin, scholars who were devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sincere in implementing what they learned. The fourth category is someone who memorized the Qur'an and was balanced in their approach of living according to the Qur'an. They were neither fanatical nor did they neglect the Qur'an. And the fifth category is a man who called the adhan for seven years in one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sincerely seeking Allah's good pleasure. Did it solely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake? That person also will be preserved in their grave. Then, after the life of the grave, Hayatul Barzakh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will resurrect us and we will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, rahimahullah, he then makes this dua and inshallah we're included in that dua. And Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim was known for having dua mustajab. His dua was answered. He says, we ask Allah for forgiveness for us our parents, our shuyukh, and all of our loved ones. Ameen. May we be included in that. That brings us to the next point, the two outcomes. In the hereafter, there are only two outcomes. And when we're reminded of these outcomes, it helps us wake up from the dream of the dunya, this illusory, fleeting world, so that we can see reality as it is. And that's really what revelation is about that the prophets and messengers were sent to unlock our hearts and open our inner sights. So imagine this, because sometimes when we read these verses of the Qur'an or we hear these ahadith that can be fear-inspiring, we have to understand them properly. So imagine this scenario. Imagine you were asleep and you were dreaming a beautiful dream, a very pleasing and delightful dream. But, your house was on fire. Would you prefer to remain asleep and enjoy that dream? Or would you want someone to wake you up and save you? I mean, realistically, most of us, I think, would say that we want to wake up and we want to be saved from the house that's burning. The prophets and messengers, they save us from the dunya in the same way. And they inform us of the reality so that we can be saved. So, Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim, he then says, there are a people Allah chooses for his garden, for paradise, where they will live forever and ever. These are the believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he makes it very clear for us in the Quran about these two outcomes and the way that we attain the better of the two outcomes. Allah says, اعلموا أنما الحياة الدنيا لعب ولهو وزينة وتفاخر بينكم وتكاثر في الأموال والأولاد كمثل غيث أعجب الكفار نباته ثم يهيج فتراه مصفرا ثم يكون حطاما Know that the life of this world is no more than play, amusement, luxury, mutual boasting and competition in wealth and children. 
This is like rain that causes plants to grow to the delight of the planters, but later the plants dry up and you see them wither, and they are reduced to chaff. وفي الآخرة عذاب شديد ومغفرة من الله ورضوان. And in the hereafter, there will be either severe punishment or forgiveness and pleasure of Allah. وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور. Whereas the life of this world is no more than the delusion of enjoyment. These are the only two options: that there is severe punishment. or forgiveness from Allah and His good pleasure. So what should we do? How do we respond to this reality, this ultimate reality that all of us will face? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the next verse, سَابِقُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا كَعَرْضِ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ أُعِدَّتْ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرُسُلِهِ So compete with one another and hasten to the forgiveness of your Lord and a paradise as vast as the heavens and the earth prepared for those who believe in Allah and His messengers. Prepared for those who believe in Allah and His messengers. This is the favor of Allah. He grants it to whomever He wills. And Allah is the Lord of infinite bounty. O oh Allah, grant us this favor and include us among the people who believe in you and in your messengers. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. So this brings us to the final point, attaining certainty. Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam then says, So believe in Allah and his messenger from the depth of your heart. Otherwise, you will perish with those who are destroyed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection. So how do we believe in Allah and His Messenger from the depth of our, our heart? That is attaining the highest degrees of certainty. So how do we strengthen our certainty? How do we attain those degrees? Through the recitation of the Qur'an and pondering its meanings. Reflecting on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's verses, the stories of the prophets and messengers, reflecting on Allah's power and majesty and beauty, reflecting on creation, and deepening our love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger and our yearning to meet Him. That a dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is, Allahumma ja'al khayra ayyamina yawman alqaq. Oh Allah, make the best day of our lives the day that we meet you. And also another way to increase in certainty is engaging in ibadah, engaging in worship. That when we are fasting, when we are praying tarawih, when we are engaged in dua, these things increase us in certainty as well. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he gave us a beautiful bishara. He gave us a beautiful piece of good news. A man asked him, he said, O Messenger of Allah, when is the last hour? When is the end of times? And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, What have you prepared for it? And the man said, I haven't prepared much fasting or prayer or extra acts of devotion, but I love Allah and His Messenger. The Prophet ﷺ, he affirmed that and he said, you are with those you love. So when we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we love his messenger 
and we love all of the righteous men and women and people of virtue and goodness, inshallah, we will be with them. So that brings us to the call to action. The call to action is to implement a prophetic dua in our prayer. After the second tashahud in your prayer, before saying the salam, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, say the following prophetic dua. And inshallah, we're going to provide it in the show notes. Say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min athabi jahannam. O Allah, I seek refuge in you from the torment of the fire. وَمِنْ عَذَابِ الْقَبْرِ And from the torment of the grave, what we're talking about in this episode. وَمِنْ فِتْنَةِ الْمَحْيَا وَالْمَمَاتِ And I seek refuge in you from the tribulation of life and death. وَمِنْ شَرِّ فِتْنَةِ الْمَسِيحِ الدَّجَّالِ And from the evil of the tribulation of the Antichrist. That after we say As-Salaa al-Ibrahimiyya in the second tashahud in the prayer, before saying As-Salaamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullah, to say this dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min athabi jahannam, wa min athabi al-qabr, wa min fitnati al-mahya wa mamat, wa min sharri fitnati al-masih al-dajjal. And inshallah we'll provide that in the show notes with the transliteration and translation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be people who take advantage of our lives and who take advantage of these blessed days and nights. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our graves gardens from the gardens of paradise and fill them with mercy and light and blessings and make them expansive for all of us. And may Allah give us the tawfiq to prepare for that moment in the best of ways. Innahu akramul akrameen wa arhamul rahimeen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.